Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the final PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. I don't need to tell you how to get this because if you don't know by now, you're kind of SOL. So joining us here for the final recap of the DA show is going to be, at least on the CBS Sports Radio side of things, the great Andrew Bogish, Pat Boyle in here as well, and Bilotti's going to be joining us shortly. Uh, Mr. Bogeyman, good morning. Uh, DA, good morning to you. Good morning, Boyle. And of course, Pete has more important things to do right now than be here on time. I ran out of time at the end of the show to let you guys say something. And I realized that after we were wrapping up and I'm like, crap, I absorbed all of that, all of that space. And you got in at the very end, Bogues, but then I forgot to give Bellotti a, a chance to say anything. So that's why I want Bellotti to be in here to say whatever he wants to say. But I don't think he's that interested anyway in doing so. So maybe I shouldn't feel that bad. Um, I think he said plenty over the last two days. Um, he who shall not be named has a has a great heart. Yep. Um, Stephen Murray is a great person. Bellotti was as emotional and uh, over the top as expected these last two shows. Okay, so we're about 22 minutes after we signed off the air. I have not had a text call or any of the bosses stop by to be like hey nice final show or what can we you know thanks for 11 years or here's your odyssey coins or whatever should i be excited that i'm just going to get to slip out cover of the night like the baltimore colts leaving or should i be somewhat like wow nobody's even going to say goodbye I think someone should have said goodbye. Uh, I am surprised that our fearless leader, David Marinick, was not there from the beginning. Yeah, because he um, loves the show. Right, right. He just loves the show, and he's a good boss and a good a good you know, human being. I, I figured he would have been there guaranteed. The rest of the hierarchy... Different, differing degrees of confidence in their uh, <laughs> their presence at the end. But I thought for sure David would have been there. Although, again, it is historically raining in yeah. New York today, so people may still be on their way in hours and hours and hours late. So maybe he planned to be there but but couldn't. But I do want to ask, I, I think I heard somebody 
mid-show open the door and applaud for you. Yeah. I think it was BT. Am I right? That is right. Brandon Tierney, who has been part of the CBS Sports Radio family for a number of years and two years ago moved over to the local side of things in WFAN, has been teamed with Tiki Barber for a long time. He came in and the my microphone was on, so the on, on-air light was definitely lit. And he came in and he just gave me a little applause and a nod. And I was like, thanks, man. And he's like, oh, are you on the air? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're in the middle of a, a yeah. show. But we were... There was a call on, so uh, he didn't see me talking, so I think he assumed we were in commercial break. But, yeah, it was it was great to see BT, and he said some really nice things. Yeah, I, I heard it, and I saw your eyes go, and then I watched the shot behind Boyle, and there's that little <laughs> sliver of glass out into our newsroom, and I saw a big figure in a hoodie go by yeah. lumbering his way down the hallway. I was like, that's got to be BT. Yeah, it was it was really cool. And then during commercial break, we caught up, and and you know he he was very complimentary of the show and what we had built and the new opportunity for me. So that was cool to to talk to him and and hear nice things. Pulling so. back the curtains too. Uh, that was in the middle of Denise and Harrisburg's poem. Oh, that's the yeah. poem. So yeah. you might have missed like thirty percent of her poem. Well, BT is clapping in your face. I, I will have to go back and listen to the full episode in Denise's poem. Um, all right. Well, the two days, two days swan song wrapped up and I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought it was kind of the perfect tenor that it wasn't like overly like a funeral and it was mostly, you know, happy for the memories and things like this. A lot of listeners got involved, a lot of callers. Um, I thought overall it went well. I nearly broke talking about my, uh, my friend Chris Snow who just passed away after complications of ALS, but he battled for so long that nearly got me, but. You know, no crying, no tears. Uh, overall, Bogues, I thought it was a win. It was a very good show. I, I have to apologize on behalf of my immune system for letting me down at the last, the worst possible moment. I cannot believe that I couldn't be in the building with you guys uh, for these last two shows. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was perfect. It was not overly dramatic. It was not. Um, there are still ridiculous moments. I mean, Schwartz delivered in spades on Thursday. Unbelievable redoing a stun, missing on Pete jokes. I mean, he's perfect, perfect Schwartz. He delivers every time. He delivered again today. He played yes. a he played a clip in his first update that we did in the open. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then and Caserta walking off oh, yeah on great. Thursday. Katie Lindendahl perfect on Friday. It was just it had it had everything. It had everything, yeah. It really did. Boyle now being part of it, what'd you think? I thought it was great. Is it wrong of me to say that Thursday was better than Friday? No. What what made Thursday better, you think? Well, fr- Friday, today, you gave everybody the chance to say goodbye, to, to send you off, to wish you farewell. Um, so I thought it was like the ticker tape parade. But Thursday, I thought, was winning the championship. Mm. We, had, we had Shawnee there, which right. you guys have been together for all but the last three months. Um, what else do we have on Thursday? We had Caserta. I feel like we had a bigger cast of... People working on the show. And Schwartz's ridiculous updates. Schwartz's ridiculous updates. So we have Bogish to thank for that, that we even got those moments. But I just felt like Thursday was the analogy of winning the championship. Friday was the parade. I could see that. And this weather is somewhat, like, cataclysmic. So for it to be on this day... Cataclysmic? Cataclysmic. Seems like... I don't know if... I don't love the symbolism, but it... uh, 
you know, like Twitter is just all over. Have you seen this, Bogues, or maybe the news or whatever? It's just massive flooding all over New York City today. I mean, you, I'm not joking. I'm not necessarily sure how you're going to get home right now. I'm sitting here looking at, like, the New York City, like, department, emergency department, like, Twitter feed, and basically every road around Manhattan has some kind of closure somewhere because of flooding. So, like, you might not be allowed to stop working (laughs) at CBS Sports Radio today. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. I mean, I was nervous waking up and knowing what the forecast was that you weren't going to be able to get in today to do your last show from in the building. Yeah, I made it in, but it was pretty heavy rain coming in. But I left a little bit earlier. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a monsoon out there. And um, is this still that Hurricane Ophelia? No, this is a whole different thing that doesn't have a name. It's not like an actual right. storm, but it's just it, like they're just picking up water from the, the ocean, like off the off the coast, and just dumping it back down onto New Jersey and New York and Connecticut, like. I'm already I already over four inches of rain in my neighborhood, which is crazy four? times. Yeah, wow. four. It is so funny that it's so quiet here today. The salespeople don't come in on Fridays. They don't come in most days. Maybe some support staff wouldn't come in on a Friday. Maybe people are scared off by the rain. But it is so quiet, it feels like a nighttime on a weekend. And... No pizza, no soda, no band, no bosses, no nothing. It's like we just did that show, but it just feels like, yeah, middle of the night and uh, on a Saturday. It's so bizarre around here. We did have Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, that's true. That was a good celebration. Uh, but, yeah, it's it sucks that it had to literally be a hurricane outside because otherwise we probably you probably would have gotten a bigger send-off. Maybe, but I don't know. And I will say, I think it might have helped not make things, as Boger said, overly dramatic. You know, the Mraz send-off, everybody made fun of us because it was overly dramatic. But, you know, if you don't have anybody around to, like, feed off of, it kind of feels like it doesn't matter. So, I don't know, Bogues. It kind of has worked out pretty well. I guess so. I mean, it would be nice for somebody other than security to walk you out today. (laughs) I mean, there could have been a handshake, a pat on the back, some official goodbye from somebody who's above you on the organizational flowchart. Um, but but it is probably better that you can just now leave when Mother Nature lets you leave. You don't have True. to wait to like to do those handshakes and awkward goodbyes. You can just pack up your stuff, your spicy pepper costume, and get out yeah, of there. That's true. That's true. I, How yeah. ridiculous was that, by the way? You had to go out absurd. You do. You did have to go out absurd. Did you have any other? other outfit options or choices or any other way to go out in an absurd way that you had thought about? No, I knew the Wizard of Oz is a good way to go out as well. Um, and because he's been so terrible, it makes it even funnier. So I knew I had to dress that one up. And, you know, earlier in the week, and maybe even last week, Pete had put together a closing time. Is that by Speedball? Is that right, Bogues? Speed, Speed something. I don't think that sounds deep. right. Closing I, time. I can Google it right now. Time uh, for new uh, Semisonic. Oh, Semisonic does it. Okay. Speedball. Yeah, Speedball does one of those other mid-90s kind of like soft No, I think ones. you take a Speedball no. and then you listen no. to them. Speedball does another one-hit wonder. Speedball is an artist. 
Yeah. And their most famous song is My Tears. Hmm. Not the one I'm thinking of. But I heard Semisonic Closing Time. I'm like, oh, that's a really good song for the end of the show. Closing, where every new beginning is from some other beginnings. And I was like, oh, that'd be good. Then the more that I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, but I don't want it to be like a funeral ending. I'm on the air on Monday. I mean, it's like it's very weird to kind of have your own funeral when you know you wake up after the weekend and you're right back to work until further notice. I mean, I'm not allowed to stop working here. So uh, it's the end of this iteration of the show, but it certainly isn't the end of the DA show. So I didn't want it to be too sappy or melodramatic. Um, so I thought about it, then I said, nah, I don't really like the tone of that. So I kind of just wanted to go out having fun, and I thought, well, I rarely get to wear that pepper costume. I've only got to wear it once. <laughs> Let's get some more use out of it. And uh, kind of felt perfect to wrap up what is supposed to be a, a finality with, uh, you know, wearing a giant stupid pepper. Is your Cam Newton get up somewhere in the building still, or is that, did that make its way home by now? Uh, yeah, it's either home or thrown out. You know, it's okay. only so long you can keep old Halloween costumes because you really can't recycle old Halloween costumes. No, true. You can't. Is there anybody that you heard from today, or is there anybody you didn't hear from that you thought you would have, either in guest form or caller form? Uh, you know, maybe some of the dealings like a moist pork. Maybe some of the guys that showed up to, um, but they also tweeted and emailed, so they didn't have to call. Moist Pork was terrified of or, getting on the air. Yeah, and breaking up. Well, yeah, and like crying. Yeah, it was also hard to get through. They it were tweeting hard. about and messaging about how hard, how busy the phones were, so people might have tried and not been able to, to right. actually convert. You're right, and I, I don't mean to single out Moist Pork because he did send me a really nice email, and I know that he tweeted at me and and things like that. So I guess no, nobody like it was awesome to have Katie. I'm so glad you guys uh, hooked up Katie with the show because that was really cool and fun. But yeah, it was just I don't know. I thought it was the perfect way to send things off. People saying goodbye, but good luck, and I'll follow you. Or I'm I'm looking forward to the new show on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of love for for Bilotti and Bogues and Cap, and that's kind of the way that it ought to be. So. Bilotti joins us here in studio, and Pete, um, we were just saying, is it weird that I signed off the air and it's now almost a half hour after, more, 35 minutes, and a boss hasn't texted me or come over and said goodbye? Let's put his mic on here. What's uh, I've got his mic up, I think. That's your mic. What's his mic? Well, if you're in the room I think we usually use, one of those mics just doesn't work. Does one of those mics not work? Okay. I've got his mic up and it's not working. It's not working. So Pete, swing over with Boyle and then you guys can just kind of go back and forth because I can hear Bogues. And we're going to keep all this in because it's the Permission Granted podcast and it's supposed to be a little <laughs> clunky. Uh, so yeah, so what, what do you think, Pete? Should I be weirded out? Then nope. Um, well, they're, they're not here. Yeah. They're not here. They're not but, present. Uh, let, let's also say in the New York City area, it, it is basically raining eight inches an hour yeah right now yeah. so uh, it's a deluge of rain and it's horrible outside yeah so from that standpoint you factor that in okay but from what we've discussed i think you'll hear from one of that at some okay point. all right I, I i'm 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 trying to think positive <laughs> you know, it's a good way well, i don't know <laughs> maybe this is positive that they don't even think it's like that serious and right. just like no problem no i I'll, I think I think they were I, I think they will you'll hear from one of them I I would I would right, think that's... I would hope yeah you know? uh, yeah 
<laughs> I guess. Um, how'd you think the final two shows went? Uh, I thought they went very well in what, what they should have been, especially the last show, which was hearing from our aliens and hearing from the listeners, hearing from the, um, the guests that have been on our show, the crew that have been on our show. That's what it is. That's what, that's what the show basically was all about. And it was, it was um, very personable to many people, and it was the best way to go out. Uh, and now you're on to other things and uh, start some new, new, a new chapter for you and a fresh star for you. Um, and it was the perfect way to close the book on this. Not too, not too, not too many tears, uh, enough light stuff. It was good. Yeah, I'm glad you say that. I, I really, um, I regret not being able to give you guys space at the end of the show to say something because we had this long send-off with Mraz that lasted five weeks and we all had these kind of teary goodbyes. And then I ended up uh, <coughs> absorbing all of the uh, oxygen in the room in the final hour with a dumb pepper costume on, and I didn't let <laughs> you say anything sentimental. No, look, look, I, I said what I need to say Yes, the Thursday show. Okay, and Boyle said Thursday's show was actually maybe the better show. Oh, really? Oh, really? That's what I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I, of your I, effort, um, I thought they were all different. They were both different, but both on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, Thursday, I, I, I made a point to say what I need to say on Thursday because Friday should be about you and about the listeners. Um, a lot of stuff, I'll go back, I'll say what I said on Thursday. A lot of stuff uh, I'll keep to myself, a lot of thoughts I have about it. Uh, but um, you you were uh, the Tony Gwynn in terms of uh, longevity. I thought you were going to be here forever at CBS Sports Radio. Uh, but... Uh, you really came close. Came close. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. I was gonna be like the guy with the stapler in the uh, office space, <laughs> yeah, right. sitting down in the basement. That's right. Uh, but you were a very reliable uh, employee. Like if you look at it from an employee standpoint, I mean, if I'm hiring somebody, I'm hiring you. Uh, it, it, you, it's a total package. The program's a total package, and you, you come in. You're reliable. You care about what you do. And I wish there was more people in the business like you. I appreciate that, Pete. Yeah, it's uh, feelings mutual, man. And uh, yeah, I said what I needed to say on the air about all you guys and how much I love you and how talented you guys all are. Um, you, know, you didn't call me reliable, though. I always showed I up, too, <laughs> except for these last two days. <laughs> yeah, not so reliable, Bogues, at the yeah. end when you really need you. <laughs> um, Setting a new tone. Maggie and Prof are barely going to see me. <laughs> whole new person. <laughs> I thought that you know, the show was so special for so long, it kind of couldn't keep going on forever. You'd love for it to go on forever, but the fact that we got as much time as we did was the real gift because, you know, Bogues, you had mentioned this. You've been through multiple stops in your, your career as well. It's a volatile industry. Things get blown up. People get fired. People get promoted. Business changes. Management changes. People get bought out. You know, so the fact that we had... The, the five of us together for six years was really special. The fact that I was with Mraz for 11 years was really special. That part, I think, is really unique and, like, today feels like an end, but also, like, yeah, I mean, how long can it really last in such a volatile business? But it also is in line with some of the other great sports talk shows. I mean, I, I you know, people have changed individually, but you know, the Jim Rome operation continues. Um, Dan Patrick's operation continues at different pieces for sure. But like 
you know, we've we've had the honor of being high on some lists of na- best national talk shows, sports talk shows, and a lot of the shows around us have similar continuity because I I think you know we we really did belong alongside those kind of household names and those big time shows and on bigger networks, different networks, whatever the reason for it. But, you know, we, we belong there. And one of the reasons why we got our spot there is because we all hung out together for so long and nobody got pissed at anybody else or needed to actually, you know, needed to leave or, uh, in me and Pete's case, nobody wanted us to ask us to go anywhere else. So, um, we were just, you know, we were all (laughs) together and it really, it could not have gone any, any better. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Um, Pete, what do you think about um, just like the the D aliens and the way that they kind of connected to the show that we heard today? I mean, I, I think we knew there was a love, but I thought that today really was special because people got to verbalize it and people that we don't normally hear from or whatever. That that feels like it, it really makes you feel like what we did had an impact, which is awesome. Yeah, we, they flooded the phones. Uh, you could tell just by the volume of calls we got uh, into the show. They, they're remarkable. They're the, the fans of the DA show, the most unique fans I've seen working on the show, and I've worked on a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, they're very loyal, and it's it's a group. You know, it's not. it may, it may not be uh, like it may not be plane loads of people, it may be a smaller group, but that smaller group it has so many quality people yeah. on it. So many, and we saw it at Bob's Bar. We, we've we've seen it on Twitch. We've seen it on YouTube. So many quality people, and I and I told like I sent them a note on Twitch right at the end of the show uh, that we really appreciate what you bring to us because we are here for them, and and we and they drive us, and I hope. That where whatever happens, that hopefully they can get a little bit of both of, of both sides of it. Um, from a competitive standpoint, uh, listen to us more than him. All right, <laughs> please. <Yeah. laughs> On Monday. Yeah. Uh, but but hopefully this is a good way for the, the aliens to kind of listen to two different things mm-hmm. and to and to branch off. Um, I'm gonna miss that group together, all together, because um, you know people are gonna go. In different ways, mm-hmm. with what goes on here. Uh, so, but they are. I, 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 there's no words to describe them. I tried to describe them there, but I, I'm so in awe of them. They're the best. They're so generous. Just what they did for us when we uh, with, with AJ and with Kerry, with, uh, uh, putting together their own money to send us gift cards. For they the didn't babies. have to do any of that. I, 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 nor do we ever expect anything like that. Yep. Um, we just expect we just we just want you to, to enjoy yourself and listen and and the thing that amazed me was was how listeners called and it just helped them through bad times mm-hmm. you know and 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 this medium and hosts and staffs that connect with people like that it's a different level and uh, I, I'm you know this business has helped me during bad during bad times and I'm so glad that it's helped other people in in their times of need. Well said. Because it, 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 this is a medium for the people at its root, and I'm glad that we were able to do it. Yeah, that's well said. Bogues, we got to see this up close and personal in Boise, Bob's Bar shows. 
But it is really amazing, isn't it, how many quality people we've met through the show that listen to the show. People that you're like, wow, they, they do feel like my friends because I, be, I would be their friend even if we didn't have the radio show in general or not. Or in, uh, together, you know, as a, as a common theme. Yeah, and whether it's Boise or Bob's Bar, like it never, I, I grew up in New York. I listened to Mike and the Mad Dog. I listened to Howard Stern. I never would have considered going to any remote show that they were doing to see the show in person, to meet them. It never would have crossed my mind as much as I listened, as much as I love them. So the fact that anybody wants to do that for us is always going to be mind-boggling to me. And then the amount of messages that um, I've gotten individually or we've gotten as a group since you announced this about like the real bad stuff that we help people get through I mean, it's like it's it's startling because, you know, there are times where you've you've got no idea who's listening and how many people are listening and why exactly they're listening or if what we're doing is working. Uh, and to get all of those messages in particular is um, it means a lot to me. And um, I will never forget them. And I'm very, very proud that even for like a minute or two that we did anything that important for some of them for for some people who are strangers uh and now they're not anymore but it's just it's it's a remarkable thing to even have a little tiny hand in totally and that right there pete is why i love radio so much what bogus just said it's so intimate that your audience feels like they know you every single day on a very personal level and so when they're going through something awful they really do feel like you're there with them mm -hmm. that exactly you are their support system. Yeah. And you're in TV, it doesn't feel that way. No. You do a show on YouTube, it doesn't feel that way. You do, you write a newspaper column or an online uh, you know, writer, it doesn't feel that way. But when you're on the radio talking in real time to people, unfiltered, and they connect you with the moment of their life. Was it Mariana who had benchmarks of all of mm -hmm. her life while listening to the show? That connection is why radio is so important and it matters and why we love doing it. And, I, and, I, and speaking of her, I reached out to her after she called. And I said, I, you know, I, I told her, thank you very much for all the kind words you could. Because she's been, she was very, she was one of those the aliens that would reach out on occasion. Uh, just like pumping, pumping us up, you know, if there was a, a rough day or whatever. Uh, and she was just so, she's just so friendly. And I, and I told her, I'm like, uh, thank you for everything. Please, I hope you're able to stick around with us um, and 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 listen to the new content we provide from from both sides. Um, and it's just, it, it, yeah, it, it connects. It's a bond, and it's and I think it goes to the thought of and something that I've always subscribed to. I I'm a fan of less script in anything that we do in in broadcasting. I mean, some things like you do a television show, you do a movie a movie, you're gonna need a script, but I'm all for the improv, all for the speak off the from the heart, speak without that that I'm um, following a script, because that is what people want to hear. People want to be able to, oh, this guy, this guy or uh, this this girl or whomever can connect with me. I can I, I feel comfortable. I can go walk the dog and I listen and and I can go do whatever and listen and and it's part of my day. I feel like you you don't get that a lot with other mediums. You get it with 
with radio and with where it's evolving in the audio standpoint. But radio, live radio, it, it, it can't be beaten. It'll never go away. It can't be beat, and it can't be beat by podcasts either. No. Because podcasts are formatted or taped and then uploaded and published. Live is so different. Yes. You're reacting in real time as the listener hears you react in real time. So it's a, it's just such a different, I think, mental connection that you have. And I think when you listen to a radio show as a podcast, it's certainly effective, but it's effective because you know it was done in real time yep. at one point exactly. in time. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and uh, I wish I wish we in our business and I think it's going there, we're going more toward toward live forms of entertainment in, in the audio standpoint. I think it continues that way. Hope it does. Uh, you know, every, we everyone tapes everything. Everyone tapes something. But our course should always be live and always be able to connect and have that two way talk where you could talk to a listener on the phone or through social media we need that everyone needs that at their core i think yeah i totally agree pete we might not be able to get out of the city today uh bogus <laughs> is telling me that every river crossing is flooded <laughs> I, saw, I saw that i i mean I was, the fdr uh, and, over the, by uh, the and the airport over Highway. Here, uh there's a there's like a overpass and the water it's right by city field the water is up to like halfway <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get home. I, I asked my wife how it's how it's going at home. She says it's raining. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that, Bridge. <laughs> I do. I love you, too. So so it, it really is. I don't know what to expect when I walk out there. I think the city's worse than the island. So yeah. we'll see. Okay. Yeah, it does get better the way the more uh, east you go. Yeah. But you gotta get a, you guys got to get out of Manhattan. And, like, all the roads to the bridges are a mess because... All those highways are tiny, skinny, two you know, two lane roads that dip and go down, and that's where all the waters uh, is collecting. Like you guys are in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, nice, yeah, really nice. Well, really looking forward to that commute. Yeah, and home. horrible drivers too. Add that on top of the like, guys that want to go like they're in Indianapolis 500. When you There's... look when you look on Google Maps, um, what you're looking for is green. As it gets a little orange, a little more of a tight bottleneck. As it gets red, it means it's traffic. What I'm seeing from the Lincoln Tunnel and the George Washington Bridge and basically every crossing is a deep, dark brown. Oh, so no. I haven't seen that color yet in my life. Are so. you kidding me? I mean, I, at one point, like the subway system, like just kind of wasn't running because there was just water <laughs> in so many places. All I got, right. I, I'm seeing no problems right now getting back to Hoboken. Oh, so. okay. Are you driving or are you taking the train? I drove. I'm honestly worried that my tires might not be visible when I walk outside <laughs> the building. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up on that note. Bilotti, I appreciate uh, your friendship and your work throughout the years, and this won't be the last time that we work together, I'm oh, sure. Oh, of course. I appreciate it very much, and uh, you'll do great over there, and you'll, you'll knock them dead like you always do. And, uh, and we're off to the next... Uh, the next show on the uh, the morning train at CBS Sports Radio, and uh, and I'll tell you, Maggie Maggie Perloff, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, we've had some conversations already, and um, and they're really into it, and uh, they really appreciate what we've done in this spot. So good. so I'm looking forward to starting something new. Uh, new is always good. New is always good in this business. Yeah, it, 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 you need it. So I hope um, people stick with us and uh, and. Listen to all the new content that's coming up. Right on. Yes, on our new podcast, Unkillable, debuts on Monday. <laughs> Bogues, you're the man. Dude, I uh, 
I uh, appreciate everything that you did for the show. And uh, like I said, man, I wouldn't go to, to war with anybody but you. So uh, appreciate all everything that you've been to the show as well. No, th- thank you for letting me uh, do my thing. It didn't have to be that way. So I appreciate the, the free reign to be a dope um, so many times. Uh, I'll never forget it. And hopefully this is not the end. Um, and I'll point out, I know the guys you're going to work with. You probably should have talked to me a little sooner than making your decision. <laughs> I might have had a nugget or two that could have changed the course of radio history. But Godspeed, my friend. All right. Back at you. I'm going to let Pete the body get out of here. I'm going to let uh, Bogus get out of here. And I just want to talk to Boyle here for a second because Boyle was the spectator in all of this as uh, he kind of like floated in in the last couple of weeks. Um, last couple of months, really, as we had the executive producer role open up as as Mraz, you know, went over to the WFAN side. So uh, what's been your experience kind of watching the show from afar then working on the show within the last two days? Yeah, I, I remember when I first started working here and I would be running the board on the overnights in twenty fall of 2019. And I just remember at times when I'm getting done and I see you, the four of you guys, in the break room sitting down in like a circle kind of, I guess, going over what the show was going to be like, how it was going to sound. And I, I just, I had not worked on the, on CBS Sports Radio. I had not worked on the network until you're, until I started working with you guys. And I think that was summer of 2021. And even then, that first summer was kind of brief because I was, you know, I was brand new. Uh, there was still, it seemed like a, a decent amount of people working here. <laughs> Maybe not, but. Seeing the show from afar and, like, seeing strangers and just only, you know, judging them by their covers, judging them by how they looked. and <laughs> We look like a ragtag bunch, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, there was nothing negative that I formed. Just, I don't know, just however you think of somebody before you even get to meet them. And then when Dave Mayernick asked me to work on the show, at that point I had become pretty good friends with Sean I had the whole Boomer Ice and Couch thing, writing him the note, taking the, you know, quote-unquote, taking the beer out of his fridge. Right. And Sean was on my side from the get-go with that. So I knew I had an ally once I started working on the show. Um, and then I did the first couple of shifts. You guys were very welcoming right away. And within the first two days of working on the show, I was like, wow, this is, this is different. This is a different show than I've ever experienced, that I've ever listened to that I've ever worked on, and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it, man. The way that you guys have an incredible electric chemistry where you had chemistry between you and Bogues. There's chemistry between you and Pete. You and Mraz had 11 years' worth of chemistry. Then there's chemistry like big brother, little brother, it seemed like, between Bilotti and Sean. Right. And then you have Mraz and Bogus fighting about everything under the sun. It was all the relationships within the show that you could make bits out of every single day. And you guys could make 30 minutes of laughter out of the dumbest conversation and out of the dumbest things. Um, That's what people flock to in the morning. They want to hear people that care. They want to hear people that can talk sports. But they want to hear people that can laugh and have fun and know that these guys are having a good time. They can relate. They're relatable. And I want to listen to them. I want to be there. And that's why... You had jam phone lines for four hours. You could have done a 12-hour show, and the phones would have been busy the entire time. And half of them were people that 
maybe you didn't even know existed before. There's a couple people that were first-time callers. Just think about how many thousands are either too nervous or just too busy driving in the car to call in and wait on the line and, and say something. But you know that you have thousands and hundreds of thousands of more listeners that you may have never even heard from, people that don't have social media. Uh, it's incredible, the reach. And, again, I, I fell in love working on the show, and I wanted like hell to be your producer and going through that search process and, you know, what ended up being a, the holding period while everything played out was was torture, uh, was torture for me because I just wanted to get that phone call and say, hey, we want you to be DA's producer. And, you know, I, like you said on the show and like you said here, uh, I would not would not shock me in the slightest if we end up working together some way, somehow down the line, and I will be looking forward to that moment like you can't believe. But the two-plus years and the 100 or so, 120, 150 or so shows that I worked on with you guys uh, was incredible. And, you know, it's I, I learned lessons on how to be a pro from you. Thank you for taking me under your wing for demanding the best out of me both consciously and subconsciously, you made me want to be the best version of myself. Same thing with Pete. He made me, you know, terrified to ever be late again. (laughs) (laughs) Shawnee made me want to be as creative and be as myself as I possibly could because seeing the way he was just truly himself and over-the-top himself, um, you know, showed how to be, how to play a character for both people on the show and the people that listen. Because uh, when you're in it, you don't, I don't know if you really can, you know, kind of sense what's going on rather than when you listen to a show on the radio and you, you paint the picture of the characters in your head. So I learned an immense amount of things from you guys and I, I'm going to miss it. But now, you know, like I said, I've got another opportunity. I'm still searching for this producer job here for now, Maggie and Parloff. So we'll see how that goes. But I can't, can't thank you guys enough. Back at you, buddy. You've been a huge asset to the show. Listeners loved you. You were a natural fit. And, um, you know, had the show continued in its current form, you would have been an elite executive producer. I have no doubt about it. I just want to wrap up with this thought. I kind of broke up talking about it with uh, Chris Snow. I went to college with Chris uh, at Syracuse. He was in newspaper writing. Uh, He became a journalist. He was a hockey fanatic. He was the rare journalist that covered the sport and then graduated to working in the sport in an administrative role. And he, he rose up into the front office of the Calgary Flames. Chris was beloved by everybody and um, was diagnosed with ALS a couple of years ago. And his battle has been public. Um, Chris knows battle to fight and to fight to find um, a solution to ALS, a cure for ALS, treatment for ALS. was very public. He raised tons of money. His family did as well with his battle um, through the NHL. And he passed away. Um, The doctors said, and his wife was very public about the battle to try to help others and show the light of who he was that he went to bed and the doctor said he's not going to wake up. And, um, you know, you can only imagine how crushing that is. I brought that up on Friday's show and I couldn't quite get through it only because I think that, A, um, people will be sad that this radio show is gone, but we need to keep in perspective that we got a chance to live this and nothing should be taken for granted. And the fact that we got 11 years is the gift versus that it ends now. I, I want to always focus on the positives. And it's like when you lose a loved one, you know, instead of worrying so much about they're not there anymore, you, you, 
appreciate the fact of how long you did have them. And those are the things you carry forward with you. So Chris passing away this week kind of, to me, was very symbolic of also, you know, the happiness you can leave behind because what he leaves behind is this amazing legacy that will go on forever where people will try to find a solution for ALS because he was a fighter and he was an inspiration. Uh, And the second thing is kind of dovetailing into that is just because everything is not guaranteed to just be the best version of yourself as much as you can because you just don't know what the time looks like. And I'm really proud of this show because we didn't take days off. There was not a show on a random Thursday in February or uh, a Tuesday in June where we came in and said, eh, just open up the phone lines, get a few guests on the line, and like, let's mail it in and get to 10 a.m. Every day was max out the show. This segment is about this. Have the audio ready for this. This segment has this benchmark. Let's go here. Let's get this guest. You know, because if you go through life and you kind of mail it in, then you walk out of the other side and go, God, I wish I had done more. I wish I could have done this. And there's no regrets after this 11 years. We maxed out everything about the show. I mean, you know, I know people wanted to see another couple of years of this show, and and certainly CBS Sports Radio seemed uh, happy to keep it going. But I don't know how much more we could have wrung out of this thing. It was every day we we did as much as we humanly could with what we had at our disposal. And uh, it was a phenomenal ride. And, and we got more resources and opportunities than most. And I'm glad that, you know, we took advantage of every single one of them. And now I hope to do the same thing in my new slot where I'll have even more resources and try to max out all of that then. Because, um, you know, this is why I say that Boyle would play for me any day of the week is because the other day I was talking about how I saw how hard it was for my grandparents. My grandma was a... a um, a cleaning person at the Empire State Building until the day she retired, she would clean anything, anytime, all the time. And it was she came over our house and she would vacuum. She would come over our house and she would clean and be like, no, no, Grandma, you don't have to rake leaves. No, you don't have to do that. But that's who she was. It was just immigrant work ethic. And, you know, I learned a lot from that. And I saw my dad leave when it was dark out and come home when it was dark. And I didn't see him during the day because he worked long hours. And I saw Pat, when I told this story, nodding his head, like you had related to that. I don't know if it was your grandparent or your parent or something, but a work ethic that was just like, you got to take advantage of what you have and max out because you've seen how hard it can be for other people. And we get the gift of doing what is supposed to be fun, but you also want to take it seriously and do it as well as you humanly could, everything that you, you have to do. So uh, I know that there will be people disappointed that it doesn't go on, and that means the world to me, but I would just say remember to focus on how great this was because it was effing great and we got 11 effing years out of this and most things don't last that long in this business so that's my final diatribe love all you guys the aliens you're with me forever find me on my social media pages i'll be on the air starting on monday and i don't get many vacation days of the new place so i'll probably be on the air every single day welcome Maggie and Perloff because they're good people and because Pete and Bogues and Boyle are still with them and they're the best and we love them as very much as well. So for the final time, we are feeling good. We are doing well. And the PGP disconnects. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.